retribution. Here comes the revolution. Time for retribution. So why do you think it is that when Antifa and all these other organizations using other groups like protesters and BLM as human shields, okay, is attacking all the rest of the United States and burning it to the ground and destroying everything and hurting and killing people, why is the rest of the country burning down? But then when they attack our town, I mean... You know what was on the front page of our paper today? Some kid throwing a softball. It didn't even make the newspaper. And where it did, it was a tiny little snippet because the news has a narrative they they like to support. And what happened did not support their narrative. <laughs> Here's the three elements to how your city can be saved. How to not have your life burned to the ground. Three elements. This is not conjecture. This is not my opinion. This is not my theory. This is not a political ideology. This is not something I imagined in my brain and then just, you know, saw myself in that position and then like, oh, this is how it works, even though I'd never done it. We've done this a couple days now already. You have to become what they call a hard target. They're looking for soft targets. They got soft target syndrome going on, which is to your advantage. They're used to taking down soft targets. A soft target is one that is easy to take. For example, a city where the mayor or even where people listen to their governor and they just stand there, oh, you're under curfew. We're just going to let them express themselves. We don't want to be unwelcoming. We're going to show them what we're made up. We're going to be nice to them. We're going to kneel to them. We're going to kneel to the Antifa radical communists that are burning down the freaking country? Okay. So how's that working out for you? Shit's still on fire, isn't it? It's not how it happened here. 
You know what happened here? Even though they tried, and this is not in the newspaper, I will tell you what happened in the newspaper in a minute. At about midnight, buses started rolling out of town with very disappointed people on them. They were looking for a good time and they did not find one here. We weren't mean. Nobody really had to even yell at anybody. I didn't hear any raised voices coming from our side all that much. Nah, there's one group that was pretty straightforward. But nobody had to lift a finger. Nobody threw a water bottle that I know about. I didn't see any of that. I didn't see one damn thing happen that was bad. I saw things happen that were almost really bad, but they got stopped. How? The community effort to stand up and defend itself. That's what happened. The community effort, not people watching their television, typing on their Facebook page, hoping that the president will save them or that their governor will save them by sending army guys in. You don't want army guys to come in and save you. It's going to be nice. If you don't like what the police are doing, you're not going to like the army in your town. Trust me. They got less rules than the police. They got totally different rules of engagement. And it, like, it's no, trust me. Okay. But if you want to argue, that's fine. Allow your city to continue to be burnt to the ground. Or if you like wrestling and slobber and blood flying everywhere as you fight them off, you can do it that way too. There's See, there's various scales on the spectrum from like total all-out chaos to like mutual combat, you know, to basically nothing happening. So what I like to do is in our community, we put the scale over here to basically nothing happening. You know how that works? Three elements, pay attention. Balls firearms, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep in an arms keep, which is everybody, and to bear arms shall not be infringed. So balls, guns, and the third one is follow through. Follow through means you are there. You show up. You don't weasel out. That takes balls. <laughs> what? So how do you get these balls? Okay, then we'll talk about what happened. Okay, because there was stuff that happened that did not make the newspaper. I guarantee you, they're not going to put it in there because it does not establish the narrative that the government is in control. Or they don't like to see the people totally armed to the teeth by the hundreds repelling Antifa without a fight, just by standing there and smiling. They don't like to see that shit. It doesn't hit fit their narrative. And also, working totally fine with the local police forces. Weird how that works. You know the police and the people in a community can be on like the same side and prevent horrible shit from happening by communicating to each other and talking respectfully to each other. Did you know that that can freaking happen in the United States today, right now? It's your choice. So balls, guns, and follow through. How do you get balls? All right, two options. You can be the baddest, meanest, toughest guy on the block. You can train your whole life and become extremely proficient in the art of war. You can become proficient in fighting, wrestling, biting, shooting, everything, the whole nine yards. 
all combat skills on the table. Up here, it's kind of a thing that people do because I don't know why they're wired that way. Everyone's head's on a swivel. Nobody's like looking down at their feet besides there's those people in every community. But for the most part, it's different in certain communities. Okay? However, there is a thing that happens and you can't rely totally on your training or your weapons or your skills or any of that stuff. You can't totally rely on that because there will come a day when a tough guy is not a tough guy anymore because of entropy, because of exhaustion, because of ailments, because of fatigue, because of... You'll get old. I see a lot of young guys who are very cocky they'll see when 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 something will happen that'll uh you know pride cometh before the fall so there's another thing you need to have as a backup okay because it's good to be a tough guy and be equipped i'm not against that at all that's been my spiel forever right but now that basically in terms of health is kind of like not as good as it used to be by a long shot okay it used to be health nut. now i'm just kind of like trying to put one foot in front of the other in terms of health right there's something else you need to to be the backup when because if that's the source of your kahunas, it ain't gonna last forever. It will eventually wither away. If you can't maintain that for eternity, you need to connect with a source. You need to get that connection with a source that is way stronger than you. For me, that's what it is. You guys all know that. If you guys don't, if you're not into that and you want to rely on yourselves, that's cool, but there is a half-life to that, okay? And you will get older and eventually you will not be able to do all those fun things that you're able to do now, okay? That's why firearms are very helpful because they, you know, grandma can now fight off a 500-pound freaking muscle gorilla, you know, or whatever, if she has a 45 revolver, so... Sam Colt made everybody equal, right? But um, really, you have to connect with something very powerful. Some people do that by joining a gang. Some people do that by whatever, you know, joining a certain... There's a lot of gangs. You can, you know, good gangs, bad gangs, whatever. That's good. That's better than nothing. But you need to make sure that these, whoever you're connecting with... They're reliable. They're not going to leave you. They're not going to fail you. They're not going to cheese out. They're not going to have an excuse not to be there. They're going to always have your back. They're going to always protect you, even if you die. There's only one outfit I know like that. That's, I'm just, that's, okay. So that's how you have balls. You're equipped to meet the challenge, physically and spiritually. Roger that. You got that? Okay. Element number two, guns. Unfortunately, you can have balls and you can have all the training in the world, the ninja training, you can be like a world karate champion or whatever the hell it is, and you can be in perfectly good shape and you can even have a connection with higher powers. But if you're not equipped with the tools, there are times where you get overwhelmed by like a, a horde of zombies, okay? You've all seen the videos of people getting drug out of their cars, trying to be nice, trying to stop in traffic to not run over protesters. They come pull them out and beat them to death, that kind of stuff. So there is a point where, like, if you're dealing with a 
lethal threat of a giant riot coming at your in in your direction you need the proper tools so you need to have, you need to be armed with modern armament okay the gladius today is like an m4 12 gauge shotgun whatever you got revolvers pistols the whole nine yards everyone who i saw out there for the last two days was full porcupine mode they weren't shy about bearing arms okay i've been argued about that or you know people have been giving me shit about that forever rex you it's irresponsible to go out there and open carry like that's just going to escalate things you're going to give the wrong image dude you're that's that shit has bared its fruit the image that I have in my brain of not doing that is your city on fire and you sitting there casting dust on your head crying. Hey, shitty bird down. That model is bearing its fruit. Not working for you. So you need balls enough to exercise your Second Amendment rights. Yeah, but someone might think I'm weird. Who gives a shit? You have balls, remember? Carry your damn weapons. And if a major threat comes to town, you have to communicate that that's not going to be an option for them to burn your city because everyone's standing around with full loadout okay smiling being gentlemen you'd be amazed how well that works too they won't even throw a water bottle none of them will they'll come the tail will go between the legs their jaw will drop they'll look very sad they'll get back in their damn car and they'll leave I've been I'm telling you, that's what happened here. <laughs> okay, so firearms, and you need to know how to use them, but just the presence of them is better than nothing, okay? I'd strongly recommend having to use them, but you you also need those balls in case they actually put you to the test, and they can read people. They might not be smart in a lot of areas, but they got street smarts, okay? Which leads me to the third thing, follow through. What are you actually prepared to do when the time comes? What's the maximum range of an excuse? That's what my mentors would say. You can make an excuse why you can't be there or why you can't do nothing or why you won't you know, do this or like, you talk tough all day long when it comes down to it and you don't perform, what's your excuse? What's the maximum range? Zero freaking yards is the maximum range of an excuse. It ain't doing you shit. You need to actually follow through. You need to have it all prepared ahead of time. For the last two nights, when I had to leave here and fortify the wife, okay, I gave her my last kiss. Could we run to another village that wasn't on fire and escape? Sure. Problem with that problem, or the problem with that plan is that the trouble will keep following you. If you got evil, you got to smash it. Or very strongly deter it and make the point, this is not an evil zone. This is a good guy zone. You are out of your territory. Go continue to do evil elsewhere. If you, wanna, if you want us to deal with it, we will accommodate you. You have to have everything ready to go. You have to be spiritually ready. If you don't like it, I'm telling you reality. They'll read it. You know how I know it works? 
because we had good guys come in from all over the place. And all of them were totally ready for anything. They had it made up in their minds that was maybe going to be their last day. They don't know if they're going to all of a sudden get arrested by the SWAT team for standing up for themselves. Well, it didn't. Our local law enforcement elements were very helpful, very cool, and very appreciative that the community came out in a unified effort to protect everything that we have here, which was very, very cool. Our law enforcement is a reflection of our culture up here, which I think was very, very cool to watch actually happened. Gives me a lot of faith in humanity, which I did not have a couple days ago. So thank you to the local law enforcement up here. Seriously, very cool. Swinging by saying, hey, how you doing? Don't drink too much, guys, to the bikers, right? Bikers up there. Just be cool. You guys, you guys good to go, all right? And they were kind enough to go and let the protesters know and the professional agitators that were mixed in with the crowd. Hey, be careful of those guys. We can't control them all too well. And I don't think they're gonna be playing games. So peaceful protest is fine, but um, be careful. Gets the point across. There's a lot of stuff that bikers, cowboys, and out of work roughnecks can do that other people aren't allowed to when they're wearing their work suit. You know what I mean? Everyone was ready to follow through. There was no bullshit in the air. It was like the Alamo type situation. They read it. They looked. So, Antifa came. They saw. They got back in the cars and they got the hell out. It happened the day before yesterday when they were casing it. They had the one coke head who's all ramped up trying to get everyone all spun up, you know, or it's a world, this is a war, people. We need to get ready. The one guy on coke. And everyone's kind of looking at the 300-some Harley Davidsons parked right in front of the mall they want to destroy, you know. And they're just like, mm, no. <laughs> we'll move on to the next town, okay? And so Intel came in. And by the way, they're pretty organized the useful idiots they put out there as cover, the human shields, that's not the main element. That's just the distraction. They got professional uh, agitators, which are, I'm pretty sure, ex-cons based on the, the guys. Hey, I got your picture, by the way. I sat next to you at the restaurant the other day because I knew where you would all show up across the street. You're too lazy to walk that far. You want to keep an eye on your protests that you're having from a position where you can eat a sandwich and drink beer at the same time. That's how I would roll if I were you. So I went there, and yeah, there they were all there. All the professional um, provocateurs report that one. Local newspaper, Dickinson Press, KFYR, report that. I got the pictures. They are talking about killing police. They were talking about raping people. They were talking about all kinds of stuff. I got their picture, passed it around to everyone I know. The other guys on the other side were the handlers. Some guys sitting over here. Very serious, about my age, really good shape, very sober, and they were discussing operations. And I was just a big fat guy with a flannel and my little guy and mama and some friends who look harmless sitting there at the restaurant just listening to their whole damn operation. Then we see these cats rolling around town right after the protest was over. Here's what happened. So here's how this deal works. So if you have balls 
and you have weapons and you have follow-through and it's even nicer here's how you don't have any casualties you you're smart you get organized you get smart so we had our guys all over town we already had operation centers on rooftops we had guys with spotting scopes and cameras ready to catch any one pulling any shit we had countless motorcycles ranging from incredibly loud with very large hairy guys looking to get the first lick in which is handy in certain situations they were prowling because when that peaceful protest which is fine the peaceful protest broke up that's when all these agent tours started when they got up and left i knew here we go so we're all talking to each other yep they're leaving they're moving here we go the other guys the professional contractors are casing everything they're driving all over town and the, the there was a few hundred of the protesters and they start scattering through the town it's just small cities town whatever you want to call it and they start scattering through all the neighborhoods so they atomize so they can metastasize and they're all scoping it out they're looking for something soft a soft target to wreck they got their tools they got their uniforms it was not all peaceful protesters that was covered so they're all over town and the second two or three or more of them would sit down for like a minute there'd be dudes on their ass immediately they wouldn't do nothing bad they would just come up with their fat boy and just circle them and then all of a sudden there'd be more coming over and they'd be like hey how you guys doing what you up to over here looking at that storefront window looking at that bank they're looking at the bank, they're casing the bank, they're looking at the storefronts. There's a lot of juicy targets. There's one, which was their primary target, which was where I kind of centered my attention because it, you know, it was a, an honorable place to, it was an honorable hill to die on for that target. I thought that that would be worth it, you know. And so um, we went up there and there was a relief element of uh, a lot of combat vets. Maybe, not a, not a lot actually, maybe only a squad up there but they were very effective at deterring it but when the numbers got big enough um we got a lot more guys up there and the the bikers joined up with the veterans and half the bikers are veterans anyways and so everyone got together sat up there antifa rolled in they had their armbands on they put on their little face masks and they got out hopping around and they're trying to be sneaky well you see the problem is we had aerial surveillance we had with drones, multiple drones. We had all kinds of different radio networks hooked onto various hubs. We had guys that we knew that were working with all the different local elements in town. Like I'm talking like the police department, the sheriff's department, other law enforcement departments from the area that wanted to come down on civilian mode with no rules. <laughs> they were there and um, everyone was in full loadout kit. And they stood there and they smiled. Antifa came up, dressed up in all their battle gear. Check this out. Our guys are so disciplined, they didn't shoot these kids. Considering what the news says on how scary and horrible cops and army guys are lately, that's pretty damn good. They walked up in the dark, okay? We also got thermal imaging so we can see them coming in, but we like to identify our targets. We got we got white light, we got you know nods, we got thermals, we got drones, we got a million guys on QRF all over town, ready to rock and roll. And if it's easier for the PD to go pick them up, we just call 
the dispatch would be like, hey, dispatch, yeah, there's three guys right over there. Like, gone. Immediately. It's called cooperation, guys. So these Antifa guys are coming, and they're carrying what appears to be carbines. Well, because we had balls and firearms and follow-through, a couple of the younger gentlemen were like, oh, we got this. So they just walk over, and they got their rifles slung on front of them. They got their plates and all their mags and their radios and all their stuff ready to go. No problem. And they just politely kind of stroll up like not provoc you know, not provocating anything. Hey guys, what's going on tonight? And they noticed, oh, they're carrying airsoft rifles. <laughs> Freaking Antifa carrying airsoft rifles. <laughs> they almost got if there was other people up there, they would have got smoked. Good thing those guys were sober that approached you. Because there's some other guys uh, there that maybe would have not been so nice. That would have been a pretty freaking clear-cut excuse in the dark. Approaching one of your targets that you stated you're going to burn to the ground with rifles. Yeah, okay. No one's going to feel sorry for you, even if that happened. But our guys were so discerning, they're like, huh. And they just kind of, they just smiled and they started walking close, closer to them. Like, hey, what you guys up to? And these, these cats, they turned around, tail between the legs, and they ran away. Not a damn thing happened. They didn't say nothing. They didn't yell, you horrible commie, or, or no, that's what we yell. Well, I forget what it is that they yell. Nobody yelled anything at each other. Our guys smiled and said, howdy, what are you up to? They sized each other up. The enemy, and freaking Florida. They didn't get to use their hammers. They didn't get to use their spray paint. They didn't get to deface what they wanted to do. They didn't get to break shit. They were all over town. for. It was a two-hour thing after the protest, and it went into the night until about midnight is when we had our final, you know, little tiny pre-skirmish, like, the, 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 it almost happened, but it never did. Every time they cased something, they were immediately had guys on them because it was a community effort. There's way more of us than them. So if the people of the United States get balls enough to exercise their Second Amendment rights and then actually follow through with it and just simply go out there and say, um, no, you're not burning all our shit down because all of us are here and we're not going to let you. So please cease and desist and move on. It happens. It works. We did it twice. And I know that there's a lot of people that were really sad chasing behind the blacked out tour buses on their way out of town on the interstate. I'm like, dude, were we going to have some kind of thing here? <laughs> That's what a lot of guys wanted that. I wasn't looking forward to it. I want to go fishing and barbecue and stuff. But there's a lot of guys who are just like, what the hell? What about all that burning and torching stuff? You came here for that. We came out. We're here to accommodate you. Now you don't want to play? What's up with this? Come on, guys. <laughs> By the way, all the local guys that were assisting them, don't try any shit while they're gone. Got your license plate number, drove around, heard everything you said on video. I won't post you, I'll be a nice guy. I won't even really turn you in. I'm a nice guy. But um, yeah, you're on the south side 
just east of the highway is where you hang your hat, isn't it? And you like to deal cocaine and pretend like you're some kind of freaking crip. Okay, try that shit. I'll allow you to be a cocaine dealing. That's the cop's job. That's not my job. But don't you go and try this rioting bullshit and giving these guys a place to establish their operations anymore. I don't like that. Um, the people might not appreciate that if they're, you know, just don't do it. Do not try to overthrow the United States, please, <laughs> for your own health. So there's the that's the key. There's a lot of other stories that are really, really funny that happened. I mean, we're standing there last night, and so we're, and we got guys, we're, we're scanning. There was a few, I think, around 1 in the morning, because we got thermals, and they're poking their heads up from behind the deflay from behind us. They're trying to sneak it up on behind us, and they're poking their heads up, and they just light up like a freaking, if you got a good thermal, like, <laughs> there's guys over there. Okay, just start walking over, little... You know, patrol walks on over, and they just freaking they floor it. They got out of there. I wonder why that's not in the newspaper. Newspaper headline shouldn't have been some kid throwing a softball. It should have been, thank God for Western Dakotan culture, angry bikers, and guns, and veterans, all coming together to guard their town. That should have been on the front page of the newspaper. That would be cool. We're not media whores, so we don't need it. Most of the guys, and I wasn't holding a camera. I was busy holding other things. But um, it would have been something cool to get a lot of pictures of. I got a few pictures, but they're shy. They're not looking for glory. They just want a peaceful neighborhood. So next time some freaking politician tells you that you have to stand down and that you have to go under a curfew and that the government will come save you. Oh yeah, I'm sure your governor's gonna swing in on a freaking Tarzan rope, pick you up off your feet with a shotgun in one hand, you know, telling everyone what's up and just saving your ass right out of your town. That's what's gonna happen, right? Because that's what happened so far with all 60 cities on fire, or whatever it is, or 100 of them now. Who knows, right? If you're waiting for those guys to save you, you're gonna wait a long damn time. That's why the Founding Fathers gave us our constitutional rights. Sorry, that was, I misspoke. That's why God gave us our constitutional rights to defend ourselves, to pursue, to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit and protection of our property. That's a God-given right. Our Founding Fathers recognized it and even wrote it down. Tell your politicians to kiss your ass if they have something else to say. Oh, you can't handle it. It's not your job. It's going to be horrible. We're standing up there talking about cheese whiz all night because there ain't no Antifa guys attacking. All they do is come up, look at us, and then they go away. There was not even any fight. It was boring. Which is good. I was happy. Some of the guys were kind of bummed. You know, they wanted to like, ah, man. I'm not going to say who it was. But like walking around down the line, these guys were like arguing who gets to get the first licking and exactly what they're going to use and how they're going to do it. Like, no, I'm going to use this and that and that. And they're just waiting for it. Because they know that they've been, you can recognize these cats coming in. <laughs> the mission was too effective. Sometimes you got to let your guys get at least one lick in there. But no, I'm actually very, very happy nothing happened. 
and that was through the cooperation of the entire community to maintain law and order. I pray that maybe other police departments and other sheriff's departments across the country, in some areas they have, to get the good sense to link up with their people. They all live in the same town, same community. They worship next to each other before it was illegal. That's the solution. Rex out.
to me it really looks like we've kind of crossed the path of a uh, point of no return um, there's just too many extremes there's too many ideas and actions that are happening <clears throat> that looks like it would be very difficult to get back to any kind of normalcy you know uh, this year has been just very crazy as far as if you look at COVID the things that happen with that the lockdowns the um, extended lockdown some people are still in like lockdown I, I think <laughs> you know uh, except unless you're rioting or protesting <clears throat> but you know that then going on with the riots the looting and things like that we are you know dealing with a lot and a, and a lot of laws like habeas corpus the writ of habeas corpus uh, I saw just got removed by a judge and area so that basically means that you can be arrested without any kind of reasoning <clears throat> you know there's just so many things that's going on um, me in Minneapolis is uh, <laughs> disbanding police the last I heard and uh, they're going to some kind of community safety and uh, whatever that means you know <clears throat> and I just think that being that and this is an election year this could potentially happen across the the globe you know or uh, not the globe but across the u.s and what's going to happen whenever all of a sudden they disband police it'll be the wild west community safety come on you know <clears throat> this will be the safety right here you know but uh, really we have to come down get down to it we have to come together as americans you know it doesn't matter the color of your skin we're all americans and we're all in this together and how can we make this the best place the best country in the world you know and i'll kind of explain on that later but why are you not being prepared i mean you sh <laughs> this is the warning as many warning signs as you could ask for you know and i still see guys in the comments from last week's video oh, this is stupid you know there's so many warning signs like this is I, these predictions i've been making over the past few months has all been because i just see what's going on and you can you know you know stuff is coming you know um we keep seeing event after event and eventually it'll be too late for you to prepare look at this uh this guy he was a hippie self-proclaimed hippie um somewhere up, up north he was leaving a black lives matter rally he he was out there doing a peaceful protest with a sign so he's leaving to go home and he runs across a group of violent protesters that snatch him out of the vehicle and beat the hell out of him just because he's he's white and you know he's like man i i was there supporting supporting you guys why y'all beat me up you know and that comes down to something called tribe mentality it happens with strangers it's the easiest thing to do because it's the easiest common denominator and that usually is skin tone right so if you look at prisons for example you know prisons do not have to be uh segregated you but you'll see hispanics blacks and whites and they'll Hispan uh, segregate them themselves um, without being told to and if you look in prison violence has always become the reckoning tool that's the reckoning tool um, it's a violence is a tool violence is a tool you see around the world you see why America's strong because of violence through through warfare um, the other thing is in prison you'll see compliance through action or even fear you see that every day what happens with the police when they brutalize people you know and I'm not saying all police because not all of them are bad but it does happen there's bad apples there and that brings me up to if you're a police officer and you can't uh, address the fact that, hey, man, my people, my, my police officer, they did wrong. then your problem, you know, it's also like whenever I see guys like defending some kind of serial killer because they're a race, 
you know, I, uh, Dylan Roof, I totally condemn his actions, you know. I, I want to see the worst punishment brought to him. I used to get so upset whenever I had some friends of mine, some uh, Muslims, uh, friends of mine, and I'm using friends loosely, but um, the, these guys that I knew, and they would never condemn the actions of ISIS, you know, and uh, it made me feel some kind of way that that they, why didn't they condemn these actions? Because if you don't condemn it, you'd agree with it. That's how I felt. So any of you guys that's, that don't understand where the, the blacks are coming from in that sense that they say that, you know, if you're silent against it, that you're compliant, understand where that comes from. When you have Muslims that don't condemn the actions of ISIS or Al-Qaeda, you know, it kind of makes you think, well, they're probably taking sides with it. So you got to condemn those actions. Um, but let's keep on, look, look at the mobs. You know, they basically took what they wanted. They're going into Louis Vuitton. They're beating people up, robbing them. You know, they will do that with numbers. Numbers is power. Numbers is power. Um, that's how the world has always been since the very beginning. The guy, the, 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 the town with the most men, the most biggest men and most numbers, strongest army. I mean, even look now, like I just said, America. So, so that's what you got to understand. That's why it's so important to be prepared right now. You just seen mobs. Like, I don't know where you guys that are in the comment section talking about this sitting serious or something did not see what I saw, you know, pillaging and, and, and burning, you know. Uh, but let's look on the contrast of something when the race isn't the common denominator. And the Marine Corps, for example, you don't see that segregation. You'll see people of all races <clears throat> hanging out like there's no, no difference. And that's because in that situation, the tribe, uh, the Marines becomes your tribe. And so that's your least common denominator, you know. But if you ever notice people in the Marine Corps, they don't care about anything outside of the Marine Corps. They don't um care about other people it's like you're you're not part of us so now that that is that type of segregation that happens but it's marines from non-marines ask a marine about another branch of service they'll talk trash about them um they'll fight for their tribe look at sports teams you'll see sports teams uh you know nfl they're out there fist fighting because they're tribe they're their team you know um times like 9 11 brought us together you know, and because we were all facing a hardship together. And unfortunately, our government and news media, to me, it just wants us to fight. They want to divide us. They want to create that division because unified, we're, we're very strong. And, you know, the thing is, is a lot of people say, a lot of people get what I'm saying. A lot of people don't, you know, the, <clears throat> I, I don't know what these people are, why they can't understand. But what I'm saying is that like, we need to come together. Like there, is, America is America and we're all in this thing together. Like it's better to have a friend than an enemy. So let's say somebody I disagree with, I don't see their viewpoints. It's better for me to garner and get them to come to my side and then to me make an enemy with them, okay? But you, you gotta be careful. There's guys that you can't get on your side. I've seen Tom Arnold say that uh, liberals, he's, he's saying that our fellow liberals should go grab their daddy's hunting rifles and meet Trump misfits head on. Okay, so dad is a guy, an actor. It ain't even that a good one. And he's saying that we should, you know, he, they should go get guns and, and meet Trump supporters, you know. Uh, you know, watch, you don't want that first off. You don't want that smoke uh, at all. Not with some hunting rifles, okay, because I got this right here. But uh, what do you do now? That's the biggest question. That's why you're here on this video. Uh, this guy I love, his name's Mark Ripito. He does uh, the 5x5 starting strength program. 
and he says strong people are harder to kill than the weak and are generally more useful and he's totally right so I always talk about this this paradigm of the hierarchy of, of, of survival number one your base is your fitness level it's got to be good you got to be strong agile you know endurance and we know we got that program coming up here i think next week on instagram make sure you go follow us link below go follow us go make an account it don't follow anybody else don't post anything just go follow us for that uh fitness app and and get that uh training program it's going to be perfect it's what you would need if you especially if you're going to if you're going into military this is a great program it's called tactical athlete you know tactical environment fighting moving um it's gonna be free so what all you gotta do is go get, get an account set up um that starts number one number two is always firearms for me because firearm i'm sorry two, two is combatives but combatives is one of those things that like you know you got to dedicate a lot of time to but if you can go get some pads work on punching kicking sparring get in that environment of, of getting and hitting and hitting back you know it's someone else okay then beyond that is firearms because firearms is a perishable skill shooting you know and if your family don't know firearms or how to use them manipulate them they need to know how to do that as well you need to take them out there and shoot that now that's all kind of software stuff let's move on to, to more software stuff and, and what we're going to talk about now is um pace planning i did a video on that and i'll put it at the end of this video pace planning primary alternate contingency and emergency this is something we do in the military you need to come up with, create pace plans in case of whatever all kinds of situations happen um and you're prepared for it. there's this uh, friend of mine his name's thousand yard style on instagram he's a he's a fashion guy but he was a former recon marine and he did he does he keeps these books with all these scenarios in there scenario drift driven pace plans so he just opens the book sees what he has to do oh pack car did this so the, you need to come up with that. And he, I think he has those on his Instagram too. So while you're on Instagram, go to Thousand Yard Style too. Tell him I sent you over there. Um, <clears throat> prepare your car kits. Tires are good. Engines good. Make sure your families, your kids, all their stuff's good. They all got phones, way of communications, alternate communications, maybe like texting, coded text, things like that. Um, food storage, canned goods, freezer stocked, water purification. Stay away from the nonsense. Don't go and don't participate in anything you don't have to. Okay, I think that's pretty much common sense, but you know, common sense isn't always com isn't a common virtue. Change!
the flame Yesterday is gone Faster than the blast of a carnival And when the scars heal, the pain passes As hope burns, we rise from the ashes Darkness fades away And the light shines on a brave new day Our future's here